0: That's right Jenny, so we're live on Facebook now and we're recording, so we're good to go. Hi. Awesome.
1: hi I'm very excited today. Do you want to introduce the topic today and tell us a little bit about you?
0: I'd love to. So today we're talking about entrepreneurship and um, which is a funny, well not funny, but it's a great topic for you and I to talk about because we love this topic. We often have debates in this in our uh, catch-ups. So I'm really excited to talk about that with you. And um, I'm Kylie Mo Brayland from Hello Media and I'm a business coach specializing in digital marketing and branding and content. What about you, Jenny?
1: Hi, I'm Jenny Walk from Elephant in the Room Consulting, the biggest mouthful of a business name. And I'm a business coach and consultant and I work with businesses to help them provide clarity, structure and process so they can build sustainable businesses that they love.
0: Great so I'm excited to talk about entrepreneurship with you and just before we get really stuck into that topic I wanted to talk about I'm just going to have another strip so
1: yeah
0: it has been a week of not heaps of voice Um, Mm -hmm. that we would just have a little chat about your retreat so I know this is not the first one that you've run but it's the first one that I attended so three what three days of getting completely immersed in the my own business but also What I just found absolutely invaluable was the other people's businesses and the sharing of ideas around that. And interestingly, we all had very different businesses. So we had obviously a product-based business. We had um, two other service-based businesses, but both incredibly different. We're all very different in what we do. And I just found the sharing amazing and the feedback from everyone amazing which was so good and the way that you make that space available to people well, it's it was just brilliant and not only that but beautiful amazing food and yeah the the whole experience immersing right into it and staying there all together beautiful beautiful spot in Cabarita on northern um in the north coast northern New South Wales really really special so I'd love to hear how it was for you as as someone running running a business retreat
1: thank you for asking i have to say and the feedback we had was amazing and what i love to hear when you talk about it is that when i sat down and thought about what do i want from a three-day retreat what do i want and i use the term retreat interchangeably with mastermind or immersion it's whatever word resonates with you but really retreat fits because you're t- you're away from your business you're away so you're away from your family or your normal life you get an opportunity to really immerse so there is some space that you create in your brain. And that's really what I wanted. I wanted people to feel, I think the word that someone used was nurtured. And so I made a really, a conscious decision to say, I want you to be able to turn up with nothing but your laptop and a toothbrush and literally nothing else but those. We provide everything else. We can have body wash and shampoo and anything else you need. Even our amazing Andy ran out and got Epsom salts for one of the clients because they wanted a bath in the beautiful, you know, to have a soaking bath. So we want to create this nurturing environment for people so they feel safe, comfortable and just open to really explore those ideas. So for me, the experience for me is always a little bit voyeuristic because I get I kind of throw a question into the or throw a question out or share some information or an idea. And then I my goal is to watch the room kind of embrace that idea and explore that in their own way. Because so often, and you and I knew and I've been to a lot of business workshops and a lot of arrangements, and they talk about an immersion, and they talk about spend time on your business, but you're always thinking about other things and it's always very directed learning. And I'm a big yeah. fan of experiential learning and, and that requires us to have conversations that we probably wouldn't normally have with people that you may not you've never met before, some of them, and and be a little bit challenging. And I know and I, I love the group of people. I mean, we we had a joke on the first one that You know, a running joke in our team was that we had a psychologist, a lawyer, a celebrant, and a learning development manager walks into the room and it's like this diverse group of people. And we're much the same this time. So from my perspective, it's, I mean, it's it's all in for three days. Like it's a it is immersive. So you come out and feeling like I think I need a book on Monday off when after I run it. (laughs) I I throw everything, like I'm on all the time, but I love doing that. Like that to me is so energizing in the moment. Um I just have to remember that sometimes we have to stop afterwards and then reset. Uh, But no, I'm really happy that you, you felt that way and that sharing in the room is really what it's about. That opportunity to say, this is how I run my business and getting that immediate feedback to someone go, well, why do you do it that way? Or where's that gap? And sharing. um, And it's not about me, right? Even though I facilitate and I create this space and I love to share my knowledge and share my, you know, ideas of, and, give people structure at the end of the day it's actually not about me it's about the participants in the room feeling all those things that we've talked about safe um, ready to kind of ch- challenge themselves and take on sort of a new focus on their business so yeah.
0: and I think Jenny that the word retreat is perfect because you're right we've been to a lot of workshops and masterclasses I run masterclasses and workshops myself but yeah. people don't it's not an immersion experience it's a boom hardcore eight hours let's go for it or you know some of them are like a three-day masterclass. but you're at home you do whatever you need in the background you know you yeah. don't ever sleep in your own bed it's completely different to eating I was about to say eating and sleeping together but we weren't sleeping together but we were certainly eating together and chatting together and taking you know when it was the break time just we're still together of course you know you could slip away if you wanted to but yeah. but really special to be completely immersed in that and so definitely I think the word retreat is perfect.
1: Well oh, thank you and I like it's those side conversations where I think some of the really gold come out like you and I had I mean we've known each other for 18 months and that first con- the, the, on the very first night when we we're in gold the second night when we we're having conversations like eleven thirty 30 at night we've had some wine and beautiful dinner it helped, that Andy shared and prepared for us, we can actually have a conversation when we're not cluttered with the busyness of work. And yes. I guess it goes back to that idea of the messy middle of business. We get stuck in this and we're always trying to do something, achieve something for some purpose. And we don't yes. often just give our brain and our heart and soul space to just imagine what it would be like if we wanted to do bigger or different or something else because we're so busy doing, for a better term, the grind. And so that's that to me is why I love this topic of entrepreneurship today because it's that kind of idea of what is what is business? Is it about the hustle? Is it the grind? Is it about passion that you love? Or is it a combination of all those? But sometimes we just need to stop and think, why am I here? What am I doing it for? What do I want to achieve through my business? And is it serving me? Because we spend so much time serving others. And that's what I love watching you and you through that program or through the three days is you were actually really reflecting on what you want to get out of, you know, Hello Media and it's an incredible business that has exploded in the last 18 months with you and your growth has been phenomenal. But it was so beautiful from my perspective to allow, to give you the space and have that space that you could say, actually, I'm going to just sit back and think about and wonder where do I want to take this beautiful business and, you know, what can I see happening in the next five years?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was a, a wonderful, unique opportunity to be able to do that. And also I have been working, as you know, on the restructure and the reformat the way that i run it and getting clarity over time but still feeling quite bogged down and oh how do i how do i actually implement that restructure not sure that i was confused about how to just really how to in terms of time and all of that so i got so much clarity on sitting there with you and listening and learning and all of that and now feel I still need the time to be able to do it, but I feel like now that the time is going to be really put to, you know, it's going to be a lot more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I
1: do love love a bit of efficiency. So that's always nice to hear.
0: (laughs) So I just thought it was so wonderful and I want everybody to know about it.
1: And so when is your next one, Jenny, and how do people get involved in it? Well, thank you for asking. So the next one is actually in May. So we're just confirming it'll be the probably the last second or last week of May, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's a weekend. Um, designed to take you away uh, and it will be in the cabaret Beach, each so the same location we've actually secured two apartments and an amazing function room where we can actually do a networking event on the saturday night um, and to get uh, connected with me best way to find me is through uh, my website eitrconsulting.com or you can uh, reach out on instagram or facebook at elephant in the room hey you and we have lots of posts and conversations around that but just you know holler, pick up the phone me a call and we'll we can chat and tell you how you can be part of it and the fact that it's supported by a six-month program is what I'm excited about we actually have our first person already booked into the retreat and the program we because they had that beautiful feedback from somebody so um I am so excited about the next one I'm excited about all of them but you know this next one being able to um have the space pre-booked in and 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 you just all my all well, my thinking now is what can I do better from last time? What do we need to add? So that's where the feedback from you guys is going to be really phenomenal over the next couple of weeks.
0: Awesome. Well, I hope it fills up fast, and then you've got more
1: people just desperate to get there for the next one. So, yes. well, we do have awesome. limited spots because it is a it is an immersion, so there are limited Ooh. spots. So if you are interested and want to want to join us in May, we please reach out soon, so we don't. So you get one of those beautiful rooms with your own ensuite and and a place to you know relax lovely thanks jenny now
0: let's talk entrepreneurship although really we've already started on that topic with what we've been chatting about i've pulled out my workbook from the weekend with you because the little area and i think this is a great thing to be chatting about is employee operator and owner and where being an entrepreneur fits into that so i know we've had these chats in private but i'd love you to share I'm saying our view because I know we share the same view our view on the oddness of how the word entrepreneur is
1: used at the moment yeah it's I find people who use the entrepreneur and being an entrepreneur is almost a badge of honor it's kind of like this I'm if I'm a business owner well that's okay but if I'm an entrepreneur then I'm kind of cool and I feel like I'm associated with people like Elon Musk and and Richard Branson and all these incredible people who who seem to kind of fly around the world and have this fabulous lifestyle and the in, from a public perspective I know a lot of business owners who are actually old school business owners they just they love the grind they love being on the tools but all of a sudden are calling themselves entrepreneur coaches and entrepreneurs now because it seems to position them differently in the market so from my perspective or I think the traditional perspective is an entrepreneur pretty much Uh, creates an idea brings it to life builds it and then gets out and moves on so it's really around the cyclical nature of building so ideation building growing selling moving on they don't generally from my experience want to actually be on the tools or even be in the business for very long it's really about sharing ideas and facilitating the creation of something is what defines in my mind a true entrepreneur and so when Mm -hmm. I think of that I go do I really want to create multiple businesses? Maybe, but it's not a passion of mine. Whereas I think about what I love doing and we have that conversation about employee, um, owner and operator and owner. And so many business owners or people who start a company remain an employee. So they have to be there 24 seven in their business. The business doesn't run without employees and they their business doesn't run without them. Versus that owner who is, I can... I own the company, I've set it up, I've got amazing staff and structures and an operational um, system. That means that I can go away on holiday for nine months a year and my business still functions beautifully. Well, that middle piece, which is the pace I'm really comfortable being in, which is the operator, which means I set my business up well, I've got great structures, I've got an awesome team that we're growing, but I need to be here to kind of oversight and I still wanna be on the tools. I still wanna talk to clients and deliver, but I also give myself the opportunity Go on holiday for a couple of weeks or or a month or so, and I can set that up in place by the way that I deliver my work. And so, Mm. I wouldn't cast myself as an entrepreneur, I I would call myself a business owner operator because that's really where I or an operator who owns a company, if you like for a better word. What do you think about it?
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. So, the entrepreneur stage is when you're first setting it up, and it might be first year, whatever it is, but it's definitely, it even could be beyond the first year, but it's Mm. certainly. So certainly that stage of setting up and that yeah. stage of that initial growth, that initial excitement, all of that kind of thing. So I just pulled up to read out what is the, um, the dictionary meaning of entrepreneur, which is an entrepreneur is an individual who creates a new business, bearing most of the risks and enjoying most of the rewards. The entrepreneur is commonly seen as an innovator a source of new ideas, goods, services, and businesses, and business or procedures. Yes. And then you move on from being an entrepreneur. Yes. So when I, you know, I'm writing um, content and things, talking about who I work with or who I help, it's entrepreneurs and business owners, which to me means the people that are just starting out. So I could also use the word startups, but I don't. And yes. then, and the business owners, which, you know, obviously means, you've been in business for a bit you you know what you're doing you just really need to get more visible and clarity around you know all that kind of thing about about getting out there in your digital marketing yeah so I was really intrigued talking with you about this topic over the weekend and realizing I always thought I was very much at the operator owner stage but when I really got into it and realized Mm, I'm definitely a lot of me is still in the employee stage yeah and while it doesn't feel like a big problem because I love the being in there and working the way that I do like I'm not going to change that I absolutely love that I definitely need to progress into. More operator to owner, so I think at the moment I'm employee, operator, and owner all at once. Yeah. But, but yeah, so so anyway, it was a super interesting exercise. So for those people listening, have you got any suggestions around that, Jenny, how they can get some clarity around where they are right now and where they might want to move to?
1: Most definitely. So the way that I think about it is when you think of your business now, how do you engage with your business? Do you can do? Are you spending more time in your business? thinking about the strategic planning and the direction, the vision of the business, or is spending more time in the business as a hands-on delivery of the work and actually having to facilitate or, I said, for a better term, be on the tools and do the work. And to me, that's a really good way to think about how you engage with your business. So as an employee, and there's nothing wrong with an employee, but your attitude is different. Your attitude becomes around, I have to do this work. It's what I need to do. The business, you know, I'm, I'm invaluable to the business and, and, and everything runs because I'm here. And if I go away for a day, if I'm sick for a day, the business doesn't work anymore. If that's you and that's okay, the question you want to ask yourself is, do you want to stay there? Are you happy being in that space, just pulling a wage from your business and really focusing on the delivery rather than the big picture? And then when we move to an operator level, that's where we start thinking about that strategic vision. So I think about it almost like the puppeteer to an extent where you have uh, all the person with the marionette puppet who's pulling the strings and thinking about where we want the moving parts to go. So we're not just part of the moving parts, we are creating the moving parts as an operator. So we're starting to think strategically about how we grow our business, what we want to do with the business, what's the vision, where are we now, how do we get there? And then creating the systems and the processes behind that help us do that. So we're thinking strategically as well as doing the work as well does that make sense absolutely and yeah. it very much is like exactly what I talk to
0: people about is making sure that you step away and take time to work on the business not just in the business so that's like if you're constantly being the employee you need to step back and be the operator for a bit which exactly. is why last year I put that CEO day in place and that's so that a, I had a, a day week to, to to work on it
1: And it's such um, a good way of doing it because you're actually giving time for yourself, Kylie, and you're giving, you get to the end the, the, and for me, I know what the feedback I give you for that is the difference that it made for you, for your mindset last year when you said, you know what, I'm giving myself, whether it's a day or half a day to focus on the business and me, that's when all those amazing things started happening for you because you're able to really, you know, bring out all those incredible ideas that you have in your head about how to serve your customers better and that's what we started to see. And it was such a, a revelation for me to observe that as a colleague and as just somebody in the market going, wow, what that, that is a huge change.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also being able to take time where I have those meetings with my team, that's amazingly important because, of course, we can chat constantly on Messenger and all of that. But if you're too busy to even meet with your team and properly nut out plans and ideas and then they go away and you know do all that amazing behind the scenes stuff and you know thank goodness for my amazing team um, but yeah it's really really important isn't it to just stop take stock etc so what about for you uh, not for you necessarily in your business but I just mean for people yeah. in general moving from operator to owner
1: and that is really the hardest step most people will spend probably 60 to 70 percent of their time in business at an operator level but what they do is they start to elevate their business to an owner when they're looking at what is the long-term value or legacy of the the business how is the business serving our mission not just what our day-to-day operational requirement is so as an owner we're starting to say okay what do I want this business to become how do I get there and what are we doing now and what's the gap so as an owner, I think of it as, imagine using the term a CEO. A CEO has visibility of their business, but they but they don't know how to do the business. They don't do the business, but they have full visibility over what they're doing. And they can choose to pop in and add value when they feel it's needed, whether that's advice, whether that's direction, whether that's a realignment at, from, a, from a team's perspective. But a lot of the position of an owner is really around saying, where do I want the business to be? And I think when you get to an ownership, in my mind anyway, when you start to consider yourself as an owner, you're looking at things like investment, growth, as um on selling, or things like you know, franchising, or can I scale the business? That's when we start to think of scalability. When we're we're not focused on delivery anymore, we're looking at how we can scale and have the business operate while we go and do something else, or where we where we start to, you know, develop new product lines or new channels that we can sell into. That's what the CEOs focus or the operators sorry, the owner's focus is on. It's on looking at the big picture and growth of the company, not just delivery of the services. I don't know if I made that clear, but essentially it's operator delivers the services often in one or two channels and owner will look at multiple ways that we can deliver our services through multiple channels.
0: Makes perfect sense, Jenny. And if you've got questions, guys, make sure that you yeah, um, leave them out. in the chat or in the comments. But um, what I see is that at that owner stage, you absolutely need to have be able to hand over to other others to run things for you, and Definitely. have faith in in your staff that that's that that's going to go well. Yeah. I had this amazing chat a couple of years ago with my sister in law, who was was at the time in a very top job in New Zealand for in New Zealand, and we were talking about her exit plan and what her, what her next stage was, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, you know, who who can take on your role? And she said, Oh, it'll be one of my team. I was like, whoa! Are you ready to do that? Like to step out and step them in, and you know, like that's really intense. And she said, "I, I believe everybody should only be at that role for you know X amount of years." She said, yeah. and then it's time to move on. It's time to let fresh, fresh thoughts and ideas come through. And I yeah. said, "That must be quite, quite confronting, though. That at any moment it could be you know someone that you have trained up, and and they're going to step into your role." And she said, "But I actually haven't d- done a good job." If my team isn't ready to step into my role yeah that's it's, my job is to is to prepare them for that for that big moment and I thought what a fantastic and extremely abundant um, viewpoint to have that yeah. you know your job is not there just to do the best you can and you know be the best and wear the wear the badge or have the medal or whatever for being awesome your job is to make that team awesome and and ready to take over
1: it actually, when you said that, it actually reminded me of a very straight a point. And it's going to sound a bit strange, but hopefully it'll make sense. When I was teaching martial arts many, many years ago. So I started doing karate when I was like 16 or so. And I hated it to start with, but I, it was a struggle for me. So I was like, I'm going to keep doing this. And I ended up becoming quite proficient in it and became a, a senior instructor and got my third damn black belt and was running clubs. And when I used to coach, I would give every single secret that I possibly could to my students, because my view was just that, that my job was to make my students as good as me so that they can then start showing me the new ways of thinking and, and to help me push to be better and grow and, and innovate the way that I was not only deliver delivering the training the syllabus, but also how I approached my martial arts training. And I had a colleague of mine at the time say to me, oh no, you never give them everything. You never teach them everything that you know, you don't want them to beat you. And I said, you know what? I would love them to be able to beat me. If they can come into a sparring match, if we can do a sparring match and they use their skill and expertise or skill and experience that we've been able to share and foster for them and they can actually best me in that environment, then I have that, that to me is the ultimate version of success as a martial arts instructor. And it was the first time, and I think I was about 18 or 19 at the time that I had this person say to me, you always keep something for yourself. And I think it's actually in the back of my mind being how I've approached everything is that I want everybody to know everything that I know because it means that I keep giving all my secrets away then I've got to learn new secrets. I have to keep growing and evolving. And that's really, for me, that's what businesses should do. If you want to keep some secrets then you end up being Kodak and you end up becoming irrelevant because someone else finds your secrets knows how to do them really well and then just goes off and finds new secrets, right? Yeah, so I think that's a beautiful way of describing it. I totally
0: resonate with that too. And interestingly, last year, my theme for for the year for me was give and grow. So if I just giving it out there, then I was then able to grow my business because I was giving freely and sharing. But this year, it's actually give so others can grow. And it it felt like the right time for that too. So Mm. and then so for me, this year is not so much about my business growth, but actually restructuring so it's sustainable and all that kind of thing. So I just, yeah, the the give so others can grow just felt really, really right, which is exactly the topic we just talked about, and exactly what you were just saying with your example, which is, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I
1: think that's what entrepreneur. I think if we think about what entrepreneurship is, entrepreneurship for me is about fostering new ideas, and as you said, the definition suggests that is that idea about saying I have. Is it's looking at wonder and possibility, not what's happened, but what could happen. It's that future focus of saying, I'm doing really well now. I love what I have, but is there something else? Is there a different way? Even if I'm perfectly content and happy and living my best abundant life, it's that opportunity to say, what can I do differently? And is there a different option? And what happens if? And that wondering state, I think, is where a lot of entrepreneurs spend a lot of their time, which is why you get that kind of ideation development growth get out because they want to be constantly finding those ideas and if you're constantly looking at the next thing it, it's very hard to build something in the in real in real time so I think there's that I love that you you said very early on and you said it very quickly but I want to bring us back to it is that entrepreneurship is a stage it's something that we can go through and we can either choose to remain an entrepreneur and have this constant cycle or we can step in and out of entrepreneurship when we feel like it's ready to grow like I feel for you, that's where you are now. You're in that kind of entrepreneurship phase of how do I structure so that we can grow, so that I can step out and do other things and explore new ideas. And that's what I'm loving about observing you and your journey this year. And that that theme for the year fits perfectly for you.
0: Yeah, I love, I love it.
1: You. What's your theme for the year, Jenny? It's actually expansion. I just, I love like single word themes. So last year was just about growth, or actually two words last year, growth and consolidation. And this year really is about expansion. I feel this year is about continually growing and looking at how I can um, find deeper and stronger and better ways to, to serve my clients and thereby grow my business. So the retreats moving from doing uh, two retreats a year to three as, as one option because I've had more people interested in coming. So how do we, how do we facilitate that expansion of the way that I, I, I think that I think? So more learning back to doing more audio books, more podcasts, spending too much time on clubhouse all those things to try and you know fill my brain with new knowledge so that then i can share that back
0: wonderful so jenny thank you for uh, our chat today i enjoy it's it
1: every week and look forward to it so let everybody know how can I get in touch with you oh um so at elephant in the room are you on instagram and facebook or e-i-t-r consulting.com if you want to catch me on my website uh, and you'll have all the information about the programs you run, the coaching, and also all our events coming up. Um, and Kylie, what about you? HelloMedia.Team is the website,
0: and Instagram, and Hello, Team is the Facebook. But the best place to hang out is in our Facebook group, which is just called Hello Media. And of course, on
1: Clubhouse, I'm Hello Kylie, and I'm EITR Jenny. But that's going to change after some advice from um, our amazing people two weeks ago from Lisa and Fiona talking about how we should name ourselves on Clumhouse so we're looking at changing that in the next day or two just to reflect their great advice they gave us
0: and me too but I can't come up with what it will be because when I went to change it it says um only once so I was like oh I'm gonna hang off for a moment and really think this one through so. I've been
1: spending a lot of time pondering that question about what do I want to be called on called because your name was like oh who is that? What am I? And it's such a big thing, isn't it? Who do you want to show up as on Clubhouse? Incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jenny, <laughs> uh, for
0: next week, uh, a topic of the week, um, I'd really, really, really love to talk about more t- like moving on from entrepreneurship, but into a digital st- marketing strategy or thought where we talk about growth through that and where you're yes. getting visible. And I so, think that's
1: perfect. And I would, I'm actually excited because a lot of our clients and you saw that at the retreat on the weekend and that's not my place to play. So I was like, nope, we got to live Kylie to help you with that piece is that idea of digital marketing and where we can grow to get really understanding of that is so critical in this world, particularly with all the new platforms coming up. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say and to share a conversation about that next week.
0: Yay, me too. All right, Jenny. Well, thank you so much again. Love it every Friday. See you guys next week. Thanks for joining awesome. us.
1: Thanks so much, Carla. You take care, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Cheers. Bye.